Hey fellow brain pickers, this is episode 107 of Can I Pick Your Brain? And this episode is slightly different and I'll tell you why. Basically what happened was a couple of days ago, um, a friend of mine, Brian Wallace, went viral No, he didn't get a disease. He went viral on LinkedIn. One of his posts has almost hit a million views. And I decided, hmm, how did he do that? So I wanted to get on a call with him. And so we scheduled to get on a call. But then I thought, why be selfish? Why not share our conversation with my Facebook followers? So I asked Brian if we can do a Facebook Live. And so we did a Facebook Live and it was actually an hour long and it was filled with golden nuggets. And basically what we did was we broke down the science of how to create a viral post. So that's what this episode is all about, how to create a viral post and how to engage with your audience. And what's really cool is that we really break down the key ingredients to becoming an influencer online. One thing I will say is bear in mind that because it was a Facebook Live video, the sound quality on my end isn't the best, so I hope you don't mind, but the the content is gold. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're on iTunes, just hit the subscribe button. It really, really helps me to get my show ranked higher on iTunes, which means more people listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. I'm very excited uh, because I'm going to be picking Brian's brain today um, because I've noticed that, Brian, you have hacked the LinkedIn system. Right. Right? You've, you've, somehow, you've somehow found the secret source um, on how to get crazy engagement on LinkedIn. And it's interesting because LinkedIn was pretty much dead for a Mm -hmm. couple of years. Like it was a nobody. It was like podcasts. Podcasts, you know, came about and then went completely dead and then re-emerged and became huge. Like right now podcasting is absolutely huge. Uh, But it had a period of time where it just was like nobody knew what a podcast was. Nobody was listening. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like the same thing's happening with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is now cool. It's like, it's hot. It used to be the nerdy thing. Like, who uses right. LinkedIn? Like, why would you even? Like, right. everybody has a profile on LinkedIn. Everybody. Everybody I know has a profile, but nobody checks it because, like, why would you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Facebook is, like, the cool, you know, Instagram, Twitter. It's like, that's where people hang out. Uh, right. LinkedIn, I used to check it, like, once every couple of months just, just to see what's happening over there. Right. Um, so I'm really glad that we've got you on here, uh, Brian. And what I really want to do is, I guess, reverse engineer what you've been doing. Um, what was, what's the most engagement you've got so far on a post? Recently, you had something like, what is it, uh, three quarters of a million views or something ridiculous yeah. on a post? Yep, I, I'm looking it up right now. And keep in mind, this is something that 
is not yet one week old. And as of this broadcast right now, I'm checking it for you live, it has 831,116 views. That's nuts. It's Guys, crazy. Let me, can, can, right. I, I want to put that into context for a second, okay? Because we throw numbers around like it's... That's true, know, right. 800,000 people viewed your post. What that essentially means, it's, it, it's the equivalent of basically walking into a room filled with 800, that's close to a million people that now know who you are. It, mm -hmm. It's mind-blowing. Do you know what? It is. You know, back in the day, in order to get that kind of, of, of attention, I mean, even if you go on TV, right? right Today, if you go on TV, if you go on a TV show, right, people are always trying to like, oh my God, if I got on a TV show, that would be like, right. it'd be amazing. <laughs> for, what do you get on TV right now? What do you like? A, a fraction of that at best. I've actually talked nothing, to some TV right? networks about that. This is outmatching network television, except for some of their Everything. bigger hits. Right. Maybe a show gets 2 million views right. if it's like a hot show in their first or second season, right? It's insane. Like, it has more yeah. power than most media to just do this. Now, because LinkedIn, if you think about it, has 500 million people. And it's not throttling your yeah. neck like Facebook and other places. Right. Well, we've got to be careful what we say about Facebook because we're no, we love Facebook. We love you. Just kidding. We might get booted if we start don't, talking about Don't cut about, the broadcast. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. But you better watch your back for LinkedIn because they're coming for you. Yeah. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're watching this Facebook Live, we love you still. But we're just, you know, we're, just, we're just finding LinkedIn to be uh, another part of the, the business plan. So here's the thing, right? Um, what's interesting is we're doing this on Facebook Live. Why are we not doing this on LinkedIn, Brian? The only reason is because it's, you know, the end of August 2017. I'm, I don't work for LinkedIn. I can't tell you what's on their roadmap. But given all the signs of everything that's launching, especially native video messaging and all the interaction and basically completely going after everybody who is a millennial or Gen Z, I am certain that somebody there or probably entire engineering teams are working very hard right this minute on making live video. Plus, if you think about Facebook, Facebook has not even had this native two-up thing for a long time. You didn't even know about it, right? Like I came across it by accident a few weeks ago. So mm -hmm. I think it's on the roadmap and it's getting there. And I would say by this time next year, we would likely have the conversation over there. So this, this post that you posted up, can you tell us a little bit, let's get into that post for a second, mm -hmm. because that's, you know, to get close to a million views in less than a week, it's, it's absolutely mind blowing. Uh, I don't think you can do that on Facebook. I mean, to be honest with you, even if you did a Facebook ad, right. that, kind of, that kind of traction, I mean, that's, that's, it's an incredible amount of eyeballs. Um, so tell hey, us a little bit about the post itself. So a couple things also, just to piggyback off of what you're saying in terms of the engagement, even if you're paying for it on Facebook, if we break into the numbers also, because LinkedIn shows you some interesting analytics, it shows you, so three columns across, there's the number of people that viewed you by the highest company, right? The type of persons, like job title, and then the audience by uh, geography. So in that number, over 2,500 people from Microsoft and over 1,200 people from LinkedIn have seen this post. So it's very high quality people. Remember, something, the reason that I'm excited about LinkedIn, and I'm going to dive into what is in the post and all that, but I think 
to tell the story of how to do it, we have to go back in time a little bit and understand why we're making, why I predict anyway, this is going to be a massive shift. So yep. quite simply, if you look, imagine that Facebook is a, just a car, right? All these social networks are a car and we're gonna pop up the hood and look at the engine. So the engine that is Facebook is built around, for people who know like what an open graph is or a friends graph, you don't have to be technical, but just you can picture it, right? So we're all connected to each other through these different diametric lines and dotted lines and hard lines and all that kind of stuff, like an org structure or entity relationship diagram, whatever, you know, stimulates your brain. Talk English, that Brian, talk English. We, we don't speak that language. <sighs> Sorry, like I have a tech background, but I left <laughs> yeah, technology. Come on, don't get all I, techie on yeah, me, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Don't Sorry. get techie on me. Right, and I, I can't fall back on being like British accent either, so let me just try to like, just say it like regular plain old don't American. Right, yeah. all right, dumbing it down. So like just eighth grade level, building Facebook, or Facebook built Facebook, almost by accident really, it was like starting a college dorm, for friends to connect with each other. LinkedIn, <laughs> is engineered completely the opposite. LinkedIn, you don't add your friends, you don't add your drunk cousin, you don't add everybody you grew up with, <laughs> right? You add business connections. It's, it's still people connecting right. to people, but the graph is mm -hmm. business related. So I challenge anybody to do this, basically. Spend five minutes going through your Facebook feed. You mm -hmm. want to kill yourself because everybody's bitching about politics and climate change and the yes, KKK yes, and all this stuff. And it's so depressing. Like, I don't watch the news anymore because it's just poison. And Facebook's turning into that to me too. And then you're going to say, well, mm -hmm. Brian, you can always mute people. And it's like, what's the point of that? Why can't Facebook do a better job making a quality feed? Spend the same five minutes on your LinkedIn feed, which most people don't bother to. Nobody's bothering to bitch about things that are polarizing because they know their HR department or boss is going to see it and they're going to get fired in five minutes. So they try to actually act like grown-ups, and they just okay. Well, I'm going to stop you for a sec. I'm going to stop you for a second, Brian. I, I hear what you're saying, and it's brilliant. The reason I left LinkedIn, and I feel like a lot of people watching this yeah. will relate to this, is because LinkedIn became one massive spam place where you had all these recruiters going, "Oh, I've got a position for you know twenty-five thousand dollars a year, blah blah blah," and then property guys, "Hey, there's a property for sale, blah blah blah," and then you right. had all these stupid quotes that people were putting up, and then you had something called right. Lion, Lion. What was it about being a Lion? Like, yeah. oh, become lion a Lion. Is, lion you know, stands for LinkedIn Open Networker. Basically, it's like I can was, spam the crap out of you and vice versa. It sucks. Yes. Right. It's right. BS, and it became one massive, mm -hmm. just a spam bot, and that's why I went mm -hmm. to Facebook, because on Facebook, I feel like I have real relationships. For the most part, you get some weirdos as well here, but yeah. for the most part, I've, got, I've built really good relationships here. Now, going back to LinkedIn, mm -hmm. have things changed from the way it used to be with all that spam? Yes, absolutely. So first off, you don't, you're not forced to add those people. If you have people that just don't know how to behave themselves and all they do is just go for the 16-year-old dude feeling up his girlfriend, like Gary Vee kind of says, you, you like just get rid of them or turn them off of your feed. But I would say that those were like the early settlers of LinkedIn and you have better people who are telling stories, like myself and a lot of my colleagues, that don't stand for this crap. And guess what? If my stuff is going viral, you're going to see that. If the other guy who says buy this property comes in, you're not going to see that. He's going to get one like and I'm going to get 5,000, right? So mm -hmm. just by the order of selection and algorithmic, you're going to get all that stuff kind of out of your way. Give it a try. Try it today for like five minutes and tell me what you think. Okay. 
Um, let's go into the post itself now, Brian, because mm -hmm. I'm fascinated. What makes right. a post go viral? Because the truth is, those of you watching this that are not interested in, in getting on LinkedIn, you can still use this as well to create a viral post on Facebook. It doesn't really matter where you post, right, Brian? It doesn't matter where yeah. you post. A, a, a post is going to go viral. It will go viral whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, right? There's a right. certain formula that you've discovered uh, that pretty much works. What is the right. science behind it? How does it work? Let's break it down. So what was the actual post about? Right. So, you know, this is all like an overnight success, right? So I've been doing viral marketing for 11 years. So, of course, everything I'm going right. to say sounds like super easy, but it's because I am good at figuring out what people like. And the biggest thing I would say, just overarching, regardless of what's in this post, you have to deeply understand what is going on in the specific network that you're reaching people. LinkedIn isn't Facebook, Facebook isn't LinkedIn. So yes, you're correct, Daniel, we can do something similar and formulaic on Facebook, but things are going to work differently on LinkedIn. So before we get into the post, let me just preface it with, let's talk about what works and what doesn't work. We're gonna start from the you know, 50,000 foot view and we're gonna zoom in to focus. So most okay. people check in on LinkedIn, once every few months, once a week, twice a month, whatever, and they might just congratulate everybody for their new job or, or post about their new job or they're going to share links. This is the absolute bottom spam of the totem pole. Nobody cares about that. I mean, I hate that LinkedIn has like, hey, look, celebrate your birthday. I mean, come on. Like, that's the best. I really and hate what, that. Right. And it's like everybody's like, congratulations on your birthday. Congratulations on oh, X years man. at now sourcing. By the way, let me go spam you on X. No. That's the garbage. That's why everybody thinks it sucks, because they don't see the actual publishing and virality platform. So that's off the table. Now let's talk about the things that work. There are, I would argue, really the three main areas that I like to see viral engagement that I would recommend for all of you are, first one's going to sound stupid, but it's the best one, text-based posts. And that's what this viral one is. Literally writing text in a, it's basically like a status update, like Facebook. You get people don't realize, 1,300 characters, and that's it. The other two things, let me just say, the other two things that I think are also very important, one is native video, which they just rolled out in beta several months ago, and it should be, you should already have it, you should see the little record a video thing where you can either upload a video or use an existing video, right? So uh, the, the rest of the world should have that now, or you're going to get it like probably in the next couple weeks. Okay. And the third thing, and this should not be ignored either, people don't realize that there is a publishing platform, almost like um, just blogging or being on Medium oh. or whatever. Yes, so there's specific categories that people can follow. So if you go viral on Pulse, you can, be, you can have your article featured in, let's say, Entrepreneurship, which has, by the way, 25 million followers. So when you hit some of these articles, really? you go viral all over the world. So... We can talk about any of those rabbit holes, but since you asked about this post, this is the first of the three that I mentioned, which is the text-based post. On the point of your text base, what I found personally on Facebook, at least, is people prefer long-form copy, right? Yes. People actually prefer to read, you know, a whole story or a whole paragraph rather than just a quick, you know, you know, whatever, trust your gut or life is great or wonderful, like, right. you know. People right. prefer real don't believe everything you read. Right. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, cited by Abraham Lincoln. I mean, yeah, there's too much recycled garbage, 
And if you bother mm -hmm. to, there's a big difference between pretty good and incredible, right? So I could, mm -hmm. on the first edit of a text-based post, I'll, I could get 1,000 views. If I tweak it a little more, mm -hmm. I could get 50,000. And if I really put a little more thought into it, that becomes the million dollar, million post, right? Okay. That's what we're trying to do. So let's go get. through that. What, yeah. How do you get from 1,000 to 50,000 and from 50,000 to a million? Right. So I like to, I don't like to just put it out that second. I usually, every post that I'm putting out, and I am doing it daily now because it's working so well, I probably mm -hmm. edit the post at least three or four times before I push it out to the world. So I okay. start writing it. I have an idea. So the post that we're talking about here is how old link I'm announcing to the world old LinkedIn is dead. And I'm like, I'm like throwing my reputation on the line. Everybody can call me out, call me an idiot. But I'm like, no, this is the pivotal moment. This is like Twitter in 2007, right? LinkedIn uh -huh. is about to make major moves because if you think about it, the world population is increasing. But in terms of how many people use social, it's not rapidly increasing, right? So let's just say it's the same amount of people every year that use social. So social is one yeah. big pie chart of 100%, and all the social networks compete. Right now, Snapchat is like on the way down, and sock is crashing, and Instagram's taking it over. Twitter's kind of okay. just treading water. Facebook's doing okay. But my prediction here is LinkedIn is going to swoop in and steal all of their lunch money because look <laughs> at what it's doing. And this is, I'm talking about the post. I'm not just blathering here. So this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that LinkedIn has usually been considered very much of a lagger in terms of innovation and all the cool rollouts and all that. Now, it was a Fortune 500 multi-billion dollar company by itself, but it just wasn't executing in today's world fast enough. Microsoft comes in, swoops in, buys it for $26 billion, and they've been blowing the doors off of all the things that have been coming out. So in the last year, We've seen a complete mm -hmm. new user experience on the desktop. The mobile app has been completely re-engineered. Remember that Microsoft owns Skype. So if you look on LinkedIn lately, there's that messaging thing on your right, on the bottom, just like Facebook. But it's better than Facebook because if I'm looking at a new person that I'm thinking about connecting with, in my messenger, it says, oh, here's a couple of people you know already. And I can see if they're online or not. So I could be like, oh, hey, Daniel. Uh, I don't know, Alex, do you know him well? Can you introduce me? Blah, blah, blah. It gives you business context that Facebook doesn't. Can I just say, though, I hear what yeah. you're saying. I'm going to yeah. just say one thing. Mm -hmm. I think that, that Facebook will always, I think, it, I think it's, it's going to be the platform that everybody's on because I think just there's different, like for me, I socialize with my friends at the bar or at my football mm -hmm. game or wherever yep. we go, right? right? Whereas when I do business, I go to my office or I you know, meet people in a business meeting. Like, the, the, I think they're different platforms. I don't think you can really compare the two. What I will say, though, is that I, I agree with you. I think LinkedIn, we can disagree, but I agree, that, I agree that LinkedIn is definitely going to become a behemoth. I think in terms of for business, you're going to do a lot more business on LinkedIn than Facebook. I could see that happening. But I don't think that LinkedIn is going to steal people from Facebook because I don't see myself getting off of Facebook because I'm on LinkedIn. I just see myself being on Facebook for certain things, like socializing more, and then Facebook more, I mean, and then LinkedIn more for actually, you know, trying to generate leads for my business. Um, but let's not, get, let's not get caught into that. We could talk about that another time. We can have that sure. debate. What I really want to do for our audience today is... How do you 
get more leads on LinkedIn because essentially we don't really care about the fluff. You know, getting a million views on a post is wonderful, but if you're not getting leads, then who cares? I agree with you. So let's talk about, I want to just mention a couple other things because it's important about what LinkedIn is changing. LinkedIn is dominating in terms of business connections and all that. All of the Fortune 500 are on there. Lots of business people are on there. The thing that they know that they're missing is all the millennials and all the Gen Zs. Basically, if you're under 35, you kind of don't think that LinkedIn is cool. So they rolled in native video, and they're probably going to have live video and all the stuff that we're doing soon. So I'm watching a horde of millennials and Gen Zs that see the opportunity becoming the early thought leaders in this next generation of it. So that's the kind of stuff that I think is good to talk about. So kind of like, Daniel, that you didn't like the real estate people and the headhunter people, if you're just going to go in for the kill and try to like make a million leads right away, yeah. you're not going to be successful. So like any network, right. if you're a good storyteller and you do this in your business and I do it in mine, doing this properly to establish a relationship with people, to make it you feel like you are speaking with them directly. Like, you know, what does Gary Vee do? What do all these people do? What does Grant Cardone do? What do all these people do? You don't just go in for the kill on everything. So I'm establishing a platform where everybody is following with me. Tons of people are messaging me around the clock. I love what you're doing. Keep it up. And then what's, you know, let's say we then bring it to a phone call. We book a meeting and it's like, hey, your profile looks really interesting. I took a, more of a look at what you do. And then it's like, what do you do? Or wow, that's what you do. And I mean, yesterday I had, I think, 15 meetings in a row, like, almost from nine in the morning to six at night. And every day is insane. Like I'm going to have to cut this short pretty soon because everyone wants to talk to me because wow, holy crap, you do viral engagement. Oh, and that's actually tied to what you do in terms of making infographics that do viral engagement. So if you notice, mm -hmm. if you look at my LinkedIn profile, my name, and you might not like it, maybe it's a little spammy, whatever. My name yeah, says yeah. exactly what I do. So if you notice, it says Brian Wallace, comma, infographic expert. So I'm, all I'm doing is just adding that into the first name and last name. And mm -hmm. the next thing you want to do is hack the background picture. So it's actually of a picture of me speaking at LinkedIn, showing a viral infographic that we did. So how meta is that? The next thing you do is the actual, uh, the one-line summary of yourself or whatever you call it. Um, instead of just putting, you know, position at company, like everybody just does yep. by default, you have an opportunity mm -hmm. to put in 100, 200, whatever characters to say everything about what you do. So as you are going viral everywhere, you're leaving your tagline everywhere. So you're getting a natural lead generation funnel of everybody hopping on board. Oh, and by the way, while you're at it, engage with the hundreds of people that are talking with you. Connect with them. You know, Try to talk to them. And I mean, just with doing this, I mean, I could show everybody step by step. I'm getting record number of people checking all this out. Um, you, you see me baiting everybody on Facebook saying, hey, I'm probably not even going to check Facebook every day anymore because of the sheer engagement on LinkedIn. I check LinkedIn in the morning instead of Facebook. What's wrong with me? Am I going crazy? crazy? No. Let me ask you this, though, Brian. How are you managing to turn the attention that you're getting into actual leads and clients? Because Mm -hmm. that's really the kicker like that for me that's the main thing the main thing is ultimately if, if you're turning those leads into clients right and are you so, doing that a hundred percent I am so let's examine some of the other kinds of posts on my text-based post 
maybe once in a while I can brag about the success of something. So I just had an infographic in one month that has 110 publications, right? That's pretty damn good. So I can talk about that. People will cheer about that. But if I do that all the time, I'm going to be like a little spammy and I want to back off on that. So what I do that seems to work very well for this is the publishing platform. I can feature an infographic that I did and then more often than not, it goes viral on Pulse. And on the bottom of it, I have a call to action that if anybody wants a great infographic like that, they can book on my calendar. That's been doing really okay, well. So, yeah. So you've got a call to action there and you're posting on Pulse, right, which is the uh, platform. for Now, I'll be honest with you. I, I posted on Pulse like, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago. Not much traction. And so I gave up. Because um, you didn't do enough. Pulse is, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I probably did about 15 posts, you know, maybe there's, look, maybe it's now, it's, it's getting better. Uh, yeah. What should you, I mean, we have a great question actually from Vanessa Shaw. Hi, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. She's asking, what, what are some of the great conversation starters on LinkedIn um, other than the let's explore synergies, which I hate as well, by the way. Yeah, anybody um, who speaks business speak like just needs to get off the internet like that. So <laughs> I think telling stories is great, right? So um, they're the global CTO of the Daily Mail, Oleg. Oleg is an older gentleman that talks about his decades and experience and just shares experiences where, you know, like so-and-so got fired and I hired her and here's why he just had, he's mastered the text-based post. Like if you guys think I'm good, this guy is the man telling person like Oleg, forget his last name, but he's the global CTO of daily mail in the UK. Daily mail. Okay. I think yeah. I just added him. Okay, good. So watch everything he does. Like everything he does catches fire. Sure. He's got like tons of followers. Yeah, by the way, stuff. can I just say on that, I think you bring up a good point. You know, a lot of guys are saying, you know, what do I do on LinkedIn? How do I do it? Let me tell you something. Over the last three weeks, I have silently been following anybody who's been getting a massive engagement. So, Brian, I started really looking at your posts and reverse Good. engineering it. I've been looking at Greta, Greta Van, um, I always forget her Van, last name. Van Greta Real. Van, she's in Australia. Yeah, Van she's Real. an Instagram influencer. Yeah, so, she's good, too. So, yep. So Greta Van Riel, she gets incredible traction also on LinkedIn and Facebook. And so I've been watching her. Uh, there's another guy called Josh Fechter who's yeah. been uh, getting incredible. And then I just interviewed Dennis Brown on my show. Mm -hmm. He did $20 million uh, through just LinkedIn, which is insane. Um, and so I've been following these people and just pretty much reverse engineering what they're doing. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just see what everybody else is doing that that's that they're doing right and just do it pretty much um, what do you think about by the way um, you know I get a lot of people when I connect with them they shoot me a message saying hey Daniel thank you for connecting with me on LinkedIn how can I help and it's like oh god that's so lame how can you help like you tell me how you can help don't open up the question like i don't have time to get into a whole like <clears throat> how can you help like it's so vague i i'm laughing like crazy on this point so there's two pieces of this that i, I want to stress so first off if you're going to connect with somebody if you're going to be so lazy and not even write a message you're probably not going to get them to connect with you spend 30 seconds and say, you know, instead of just me connecting with Daniel on LinkedIn with just, hi, I'd like to add you to my professional network. If I just wrote, hey there, Daniel, you've got a hot British accent, let's connect. 
then like he, you would probably see there you go it would make you laugh right. and the next thing you do after you're done laughing and spitting out your coffee is hitting the accept button so if you bother to connect with people like if you knew me instead of like a robot Brian, if you knew me Brian then you'd know I don't drink coffee I know I'm trolling you <laughs> but that's but I do so we can argue about that holy war later so the other thing okay. the thing that I'm laughing about with how I can help so I truly believe in giving. I help, I give, you know, 10 times what I get back, and I give without expectation with return. And guess what? Like the, re the universe rewards us all the time on that. We can tell that from a religious angle. Maybe that's not everybody's story, whatever. But the reality is when people connect with me, I thank them for connecting and ask them how I can help, which is the opposite of those opportunistic salespeople that as they're connecting with you, pretend they're asking how they can help because their side is disingenuine. I obviously am genuine because you connected with me. Why do I have to ask people that connect okay, with me? Okay, but let's get, can we, can we yeah. bring up, there's an elephant in the room. There's an elephant Please. in the room. Yes, and this is what it is. I, I feel a lot of people are very, it gets awkward when it comes down to, you know when you go to a networking event and you yeah. know that everybody's there to sell you something. Right. And you're there to sell everybody else something. So everybody's in the room knowing that everybody's there just to sell their stuff. Nobody's there to buy. I'm not, I'm not, I don't go, hey, I'm going to the networking event because I want to buy stuff. I go to a networking event because I want to sell stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like on social, it's the same thing. You almost do this dance where you're kind of just trying to be nice so on LinkedIn especially because here's the thing, because Facebook, Facebook, it's just social. So we're just being social, it's all cool. But LinkedIn, we know that we're only there because we're there to get business. We're not there to socialize. LinkedIn isn't there to socialize. In fact, if I talk about my daughter, you know, making some funny thing, they'll all beat me up because it's like, this isn't Facebook, get off LinkedIn. You know? So here's the question. It's like going into a bar and you see a girl that you like. You're not going to go up to her and ask her out on a date. It's just too awkward. Like, you've just met. Like, what the heck, right? So you play this game where you kind of just, you know, you play a game. But then there's that point where you kind of have to go, go for the ask. Because if you don't, you walk home alone, right? Um, so how do you go for that ask in a business sense on LinkedIn? How do you just, I don't want to be the sleazy slimeball guy who right. like, hey, Brian, I, I, I love what you do. And um, look, the truth is, Brian, between me and you, you know, I really want you to pay me to get you on podcast shows because that's what I do for a living. And so do, do you want to pay me five and a half thousand dollars? I'll get you on podcast shows. It's like I don't want to do that. But at the same time, I'm wasting my time if I'm not asking for the opportunity. So right. how do you ask? without it being awkward and without you coming across as a sleazy, slimy sales guy? It's the best question you've asked yet in this entire interview. And it's the, one of the Does most important things. that mean that all my things. other questions no, are dumb? No, no, no. You're saying, you're no. Saying that I, I, dude, I'm from New York. I would tell you if you're a dumbass right away. You're not. You're one of the smarter people I know. So look, Ooh, that's the best you. question that you've asked today not the only question that's good. It's the best okay. question that resonates outside of LinkedIn and all this other stuff because it's a primal question that comes down to how to actually do business. So here's the thing. 
Honestly, Daniel, how many networking only events do you go to, physical in-person events do you go to a year right now? Zero. Exactly. In the early days of when you started a company, you probably did them all the time, right? Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> okay, right, same here. So networking events, pardon my French, but sorry, no other way to say it, are total shit. You've, everybody everybody <laughs> that I talk to says that I'm not good at networking. I don't go to the thing. Listen, networking isn't speed dating, throw as many business cards as each other at each other as you can. The thing to actually sell people is to make deep, long-lasting connections and then present yourself as the expert. And when they're ready, they will come to you in droves. You don't, if you're good at what you do, you don't have to sell people anything. It sounds horrible. And Brian, come on, but I'm missing stuff in my funnel, blah, blah, blah. It, you're wrong, yeah. right? Like, while I'm having all these meetings, everybody is watching me, like, architect the strategy to get everybody's attention all over the world. So as I'm just talking about everything, everybody's referring me, everybody's passing my name up the ranks. I am getting all of these meetings with, like, massive Fortune 500 companies just because my friends, who, by the way, are all marketers, are watching me saying, I don't even understand what he's doing. All I know is I went in on that, right? Mm. So people yeah. do not have to be networking, low-life, scumbag, slimy bastards. It is not a competition <laughs> to see how many business cards you give out. Because, Daniel, mm -hmm. what do I do for a living? You what do, do, do? infographics. You do oh. infographics. I do infographics. Do I have to say that a hundred times in the conversation? No. And sometimes people are like, wait a minute, wait, wait, before we get off the call, like, what do you do? So like, just if, why do people, let, let's change the conversation. If you can make mm -hmm. your brand great and cool and everybody wants it to the point where like, you can't even bring more people in the door, then you've succeeded. If you position yourself yep. as the market leader, you will make more money with less shitty, annoying clients and charge more money. Why do people for the latest iPhone get a tent and sleep outside on the concrete? Because <laughs> they're nuts. Cool. They're insane. they're nuts. They're not nuts. What phone are you on right now? A Samsung. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Samsung's blow up. And the only reason that Samsung makes money is because they, yeah, because, yeah, they literally go on fire and they don't let you on the plane. But, dude... How much money, like $250 million, did they put on ad campaigns to just go after Apple, right? And maybe mm -hmm. Apple's losing some of their swagger. And believe it or not, Microsoft is hitting up a lot of cool stuff. Like, they took a lot of Apple sunshine, right? You ever see, like, the new Surface and all that? They're killing yeah. it, man. You got to watch them. But that's the thing. People look for the shortcuts. Everybody's like, how do I be a life hack? How do I do this? How do I growth hack? Stop it. If you bother to make an enduring brand, people will follow you anywhere. Like I've done events where people have driven for like hours just to come and see what I'm going to say next. Mm -hmm. They already know what I do. I don't have to sit around and pitch people all day. Now, I mean, granted, I have a unique business and I'm a, like a market leader in it. And that takes a little while. But that's a much better strategy. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, Daniel, would you rather, wait, 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 would you rather be a market leader? What do you mean? I'm, not, I'm, I'm asking you the question. Who made you a market leader? So just by me saying it myself isn't very good. So I have an independent right. rankings organization that lists me as the top-rated infographic place in the United States. I'm in the media probably a few times a day, either myself or our clients. I have mm -hmm. all sorts of recommendations and case studies. 
If you're just talking about yourself, it's gross. You're an expert at something when everybody else brings you in like that. The reason I, the reason I brought it up, Brian, isn't to, yeah. to, to, to you know, smash your ego. I, <laughs> I don't it care. Up because it's a, yes, you do. I brought it up because it's a very important point. And, and this is, I think, what we're getting to here. And that is that if you, if you have patience and you play the long game and you keep putting out great quality content and you right. make deep, you build deep relationships, the people, the people will make you the market leader. You don't even need to say you're the market leader. The people exactly. will call you the market leader. They will, they will want you as the leader because they look up to you because you've been providing incredible value. And I think every single mm. person watching this, and it doesn't matter if you do this on LinkedIn, or if it doesn't matter if you do this on, on Facebook, it happens to be that LinkedIn is going to be, according to Brian's prediction anyway, and I could see it coming too, <laughs> Right. Um, it is going to be the number one platform to to build your business on. Um, if you do that on social, then you will essentially be building up a following who will look at you as the market leader, whether you right. want to be called a market leader or not. That, that that's just what's going to happen. Um, Whew, we really got off the subject of LinkedIn <laughs> viral posts and we went to a whole different yeah. place. But I feel, like that's, I feel like that's really what it comes down to. Um, exactly. But let's, talk, let's just talk quickly, uh, briefly, uh, a few things. So for somebody right now, they, they're sold. They're sold. They've listened to this conversation. They said, you know what? I really got to get back on LinkedIn. Right. But they kind of have to like dust it's like going up to the attic and like dusting everything off and clearing the attic out and making it all nice and new. What should they do right now, today, when they finish watching this, they log into LinkedIn if they can remember your password, right? What should, <laughs> right. They, what should they do to dust out the attic? What should they start doing right now? Mm -hmm. So I've already, this past week or two, I've written a number of posts on LinkedIn to just kind of chronicle step-by-step -step the main pieces that you need to fix on your profile. So, and I'll post all this in the comments here. So I would, for, I would, you know, you can figure it out yourself, read it from other people. I'm not the only person on LinkedIn, but since you're asking me from my own experience, I would definitely recommend fixing the top portion of your LinkedIn profile. Fix the profile image, fix the profile background, fix that title, fix the summary, and then clean up a bunch of some of the other stuff that doesn't matter as much. And then, and only then, and after you study people that are making it, figure out something that comes from your genuine, authentic voice. Don't just copy Greta or me or somebody like, or Josh or whatever. I mean, we all, if you watch all three of us or, you know, 10 other people that are like that, we all just have a, a little different thumbprint, a little different signature, a little different voice, and everybody's like that. You need to find your own voice but there are just certain mechanics that I think would work really well. I think if you're just starting out, doing the text-based post is really good. You need to learn the language. You need to learn what works. You need to learn what, it, what doesn't. If you write one sentence, like you said before, not good enough. You might strike it okay, but predictably to go well, predictively to go well, I would say try to fill up as much as those 1,300 characters. Try to be really helpful, try to give back, try to tell over a really good business personal story. If you helped a single mother become a CEO, talk about that. If you were living in the gutter and now you're running two successful companies, talk about that. Tell about your life story. Don't be boring, don't be a robot. It's not keywords, it's human authenticity. And Yeah, I also want to put a go, caveat go, go ahead. everything yep. you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get 
as many likes and comments as you are getting on Facebook. You're not. So don't... Not, not I know yet. You, I know it, I'm, <laughs> not yet. But I want to... The reason why I'm saying this, Brian, is because I want people to not give up before they've seen the results. I, I want people to their expectations to not be through the roof. You could write an amazing post and use all the things that Brian is giving over here, mm -hmm. and you will not get many likes and comments like you do on Facebook. Like I post on Facebook, and I can get easily 50, 100, 200 likes, mm -hmm. and then hundreds and 50 comments, 100 comments. But on LinkedIn, for whatever reason it is, and we can get into the psychology of it another time, mm -hmm. the point is, is that on Facebook, people are more liberal with their clicking off hearts and likes and stuff. On LinkedIn, we, we just don't like things as much. However, what you should be looking for is the views. How many mm -hmm. people viewed the, po the post? That's what right. matters because ultimately on LinkedIn, if you're viewed X amount of times, it means that people are seeing you more and more and more and that's what makes you the go-to person. That's what makes you the market leader. Don't worry so much about the likes and comments. Those will come. Just keep posting. And the other thing I was going to say as well, Brian, is to put a hook Always have the first sentence in your post. Imagine, you know when you come up with a title for a mm -hmm. blog post? It has right. to be catchy. It has to hook people in. So you've got to have that hook. You've got to have some sort of a dramatic hook. Like Brian's post, which has almost hit a million uh, views, what was the title? What was the first line in that post? It says, old LinkedIn is dead, and then it has an emoji of the skull and crossbones on it. Boom. Now, if you're on LinkedIn and you're living on LinkedIn, right, you're one of the LinkedIn lovers, that's right. going to grab your attention. LinkedIn is dead? What? And that's what's going to get you to click, you know, right. see more. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to bring mm -hmm. that up. Yeah, yeah, you have to get into the person's mind a lot more. And you notice I said there's an emoji of skull and crossbones. Because we're only yeah. dealing with text-based posts, I don't want to act like I'm a little 12-year-old girl here, but emojis are important. Learn them. I study tons of analysis, no joke, on emojis. Which ones are popular, which ones should be clustered, which ones shouldn't. I can show you pages and pages of analytics that have been seriously studied on this. So every can you single link to that? thing. I'm fascinated. Yeah, with that. I yeah. Want to see that. I'll I'll bring that up in the chat. Yes. So I think okay. that a lot of people think I'm just all loosey goosey all over the place with that. But every single piece that I put in there, it's not just heart and soul. It's very well thought out. Every character is planned. Right. That goes back to that you know three four revision cycle. My last revision cycle, I'm very busy you know fixing up, touching up because think about it. In the English language, we have punctuation, capitalization, paragraphs, individual sentences, dashes, all that crap, and those are visual separators. We're all visual people, and we're all reading. So if I have a picture of a, a laughing emoji, that's going to trigger something different in my brain, right? If I have a little a light bulb or an alarm bell or a pointer or a, the little poop emoji, they all mean different things. Don't put the poop emoji in, that's gross. Don't Never mind. Oh, only think about good things. Oh, but now I've stuck it in your head. I'm sorry. Whoops. Oh, I must be a marketer. Marketers ruin everything. So, yeah, all of these things are very important. And, yes, I will link to that. That's a good point. Also, by the way, another thing as well, what I found really works, again, this is more me <coughs> posting on Facebook than, than LinkedIn right now, but um, mm -hmm. is I found the spacing is so key, right? Uh, if you, what was that? If you, I see you, a paragraph. 
I didn't hear what you said. It blinked. It disconnected. The spacing. The spacing ah. is, is key. Yes. If yes. I see a paragraph like that, I'm not reading it. I, I just don't have time. I, maybe ADHD, maybe the, just the generation has ADHD. I can't read a paragraph like that. But if it's two sentences and then space, two sentences and then a sentence and then two sentences and then two sentences, that works. Because we're scrolling. Remember, we're, we're usually on our phones and we're scrolling. And so we, we just want to kind of read little bites. Believe it or not, I'm writing a book right now, uh, which hopefully is publishing in the next uh, couple of months. And I'm writing in that style. I, I'm not writing big blobs of paragraphs because I know that this generation, we don't want to read those big, massive paragraphs. We just don't have the time. Right. We don't have the attention span. Um, so that's just another little hack that I've, mm -hmm. uh, I've seen work. Also, we, 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 I'm sorry, I'm just going to go on here uh, no, go, for a go. minute, Brian. But also, links. LinkedIn does not want you to leave LinkedIn. They like you, right? Facebook right. is the same way. Well, right. I discovered this on Facebook before I discovered this on LinkedIn. Um, I noticed that whenever I put a link in my post, I, never got, I didn't get as much engagement. And the reason why is very simple. Mark Zuckerberg wants you to stay on Facebook forever. He doesn't want you to ever leave. It's the Hotel California, right? Um, and so when they see a link, they get a big warning signal. Facebook gets a big warning signal. Uh-oh, link. We don't want to show this to other people because we don't want people getting out of Facebook. So what I do now is I write at the end of the post, click the link in the comment below. And then I put the link in the comments rather than in the post. Uh, I'm kind of tricking Facebook and LinkedIn, although I'm I'm kind of worried that they're going to catch on to this at some point. But right now, they, they haven't, and it's fine. And um, that's just another way to get more engagement on your mm -hmm. posts. 100% correct. So a couple things. One, they don't care. You're not tricking them because the totality, the majority of the people that are, click, that are going to the thing see the, the highlight, the title. They might miss your comment. Somebody might comment before you comment with the link. It's fine. The other thing yeah. about scrolling and text so you're talking about it, I think, primarily on the mobile usage, and I completely agree. It's much easier on the eyes. I talk about that in the posts as well. This is yeah. nothing new in the history of the Internet. I've been doing stuff on the Internet professionally for the better part of the last 20 years. There is way before you Facebook. Like and old. I just turned 40. Thank you. And if I shave this and Whoa. put on a baseball cap, I uh, would probably get carded, but that's another story. So listen, so like, wow. honestly, there is... Everybody should read stuff that people aren't just talking about today, but people that were hot like 20 years ago. So there is somebody by the name of Jacob Nielsen, who is the father of usability, and he wrote a lot of very interesting papers, one of which is how humans read on the web. Like, and this is like, like before the dot-coms even, or like at the very beginning of that. And he says that mm -hmm. people don't read. They do something called chunking. Right? So there's a lot of psychological studies and things like that that get into the middle of this. So this is just the modern day of how people read. If you guys vary it out by putting like one emoji here and there tastefully and where it is and separate it out, because the biggest thing, and you hit on this, Daniel, making that title, one thing that I don't think we talked about entirely is to get people to explode out the post where in their feed they're going to see one title. Old LinkedIn is dead, skull and crossbones. And I've like questioned everybody's livelihood now and they're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? What should I know? He's wrong. He's right. What are... So there's like 20 thoughts going in your head. 
and they're going to click the see more and then read the whole thing. So kind of like what you're saying, how we're tricking Facebook and LinkedIn to not put the link, we're tricking Facebook and LinkedIn to make the title almost like a link because it's a link to expand the mass of the post, if you will. So let me ask you this, um, Brian, what other hacks do you have for our audience? Like what other things? Uh, you know I you? hate that word. You know I hate that word. I know, so I, I know. But I know, fine, so I'll, I'll deal with it. I, you're a millennial, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that, that's fine. I'm, I'm 33 so. years old, I don't think I'm a millennial. Yes, you are, yes you are. And Am by I? the way, you know, I made yes, it. you are. You, you made it. Congratulations. I will give you the snowflake yes. award later. So I am, um, the marketers came up with a new thing for me because I was born in 77. I'm a zennial where I'm kind of bridging the gap between like very, very young Gen X and very old millennial. And I'm just like, who cares? Everybody's fundamentally the same. It's just we have better technology now and less patience right. for bullcrap. Uh, right. Whatever, whatever. So one of the big hacks, life hack, growth hack, roll my eyes, kill myself thing is this. <laughs> if you already have a big audience on, let's say, Facebook, go poke them about LinkedIn. So yesterday, poke you know, kind of like gently prod them that they, they might want to go check What's it out. What's with the freak? Yeah, on that point, I'm sorry. What happened to Facebook where now people are waving at me? What's with the wave? Dude, it's I don't know. Me it's crazy. It's like Facebook's Why trying to pull. Why are you waving at me? Facebook's trying to bit, pull a LinkedIn and try to be irrelevantly cool and be the aging it's, hipster at the bar picking up the woman, right? It's stupid. So I know. I hate it. And then I'm like, fine, I'll wave back. But like, hey, while you're busy doing this stupid thing, could you tell me what you want from me or say hello like yeah. a normal person? Can I? Can I also like? Just what say if I just did this all day? It's weird, right? Yeah. To this point, and I, and I think this is gold, right here this is gold, I get so many people sending me messages in my Facebook inbox either saying something like, either they're waving, which is like, right. okay, you're, de you're dead now, you're finished, like, don't wait. Great, you're done, um, right, you're off the or, internet, or, right. Right, or they're saying things like, hey Daniel, um, love what you do, or, or hey Daniel, um, how are you, or something like that. Now, unless you're like a really close friend of mine and I really know you, right? You know, hey Daniel, how are you? It's just not like what? It, like, come on, oh, let's just be I, very honest. Dude, I, give me, I feel you. Point. Just get, feel get to day. the point. Right. Tell me what you want. Get right. to the point. Here's the thing. I think people are scared. I think they're scared to get to the point because they don't want to sound, you know, like they're jumping the gun. But I'll be very honest with you. I much prefer the people who will come straight out with it. Just tell me what it is that you, that you want me to help you with. And if I can, I promise you, I will try and help you with it. But don't, let's not do a dance, because I, I don't have time to dance with everybody. I really don't. Like, just come on. You don't want to dance with me? You don't want to dance with me? No, we don't no, have that kind of relationship. Right that what, we what are you talking about? This right. is a whole, this, we've been <laughs> dancing for almost an hour now together. That's okay? true. This That's is true. A dance. So I guess we've got your attention. So yes, you're exactly right. So let's pretend that we're talking about like we're in the 80s and we're talking about like cold, cold calling people on the telephone. So if you call, if I call Daniel and I don't know Daniel and I sell life insurance or something and I say, hi, is this Daniel Geffen? How are you today? So my, the sale that I'm trying to make is how you're doing or how the weather is. That's an irrelevant ask. It's moronic and it never should be done. It doesn't mean that you don't care yeah. about Daniel, but to Daniel's point, unless you're his best buddy or his relative or family, whatever, right? Relative and family are the same thing, but I digress. 
Why are you asking <laughs> him that? Right? It's, it's a stupid question. But I, yeah. I will pull back a little from what you said, Daniel. I'm with you. I want people to get to the point. But if they say it in a way that turns me off so much, then I also don't also, want to deal with them. Because you also, have these people no, that are on okay, LinkedIn, so me, and it's like three paragraphs of, hi, you don't know me, but I know this no, so my I, pitch. How would you like you know my what? quick funnel? Right. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So let me, let, me, let me to that point, Brian, and I want to yeah. Yeah, bring that up. The other type of annoying message I get is when someone literally just, just completely spams me with something where it's like, yes. hey, yes. by the way, I, I have this new course. Sign up here. Boom. And I'm just like, oh, dude, you're so getting it wrong. It's right. like, like so wait, wrong. wait a minute. You can write on the internet? Oh, tell me more. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, really. So here's the thing, Brian. Let's, get, let's, let's, let's work this out. Because if we're saying that on the one hand, saying, hey, how are you? We, we just, we're not, we don't want to pay attention. We're just going to you know, ignore that. But mm -hmm. on the other hand, going for the kill is right. also going to send them into the spam. Right. So what do they do, right? What, what do they do? What should they do? Well, um, so don't be a sociopath, be a human, and like look in the mirror, right? Like how would you like it if somebody did this to you? And, and like would you, why would people, I, I'm sorry, I had like five notifications go off and I got a little distracted. Let me try to make that point better. So. Come back, Brian, come back. I'm trying, I'm trying. I need more coffee, not tea. So, <laughs> treating people like ATM, thank you. Treating, I needed it. Treating people like human ATM machines and going for the short win is stupid. If you really care about people, deliver value to them. If you want somebody to be your lifetime friend, client, buddy, referral engine, bother to get to know them. It's better to make 10 authentic connections at a conference then give out 5,000 business cards any day of the week, right? Yeah. Like everybody knows Daniel. Everybody knows Daniel has a kick-ass podcast and also has a service that gets everybody on awesome podcasts. It's called Let Me Pick Your Brain, which he's doing to me right now, which, by the way, pisses off a lot of people. Right? Brian, sorry, Brian. Is your company called Then Sourcing? No. It's called Now Sourcing, right? Sure is, okay. but that's, that's so a whole my other story. Podcast, so hmm. my podcast is not called let me pick your brain. My podcast show is called Can I Pick Your Brain? Get it right, <sighs> You're right. dude. Get right. It right. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm so used to people asking if they can pick my yeah, brain. Yeah, I, I know. And, like, honestly, it's, like, it's such an annoying thing for people to ask, but the way you do it's fine, so that's good. But, like, there's a lot of people that there's backlash on that, too, right, where it's, like, yeah. I, I'm not here to just get brain raped all day for free. Like, some people, brain you know what they do? Brain raped, it's a word. Sorry, Oof, it's too early, too early in the morning for this. So graphic. Jeez, Brian, come on. So, oh, man, I was going to say the other company that you have is called Get Featured, and I got that one right because that's easy. It's what you do. Yep. Yeah, check, check that out, guys. He got the whole domain and everything. That was a good Absolutely. get, man. It's amazing. That I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, so anybody who, like, wants to be famous through podcasts because they're, like, growing, like, 200% or more over the last year or something crazy, he gets everybody on all the cool shows that everybody can't get into. So the yeah. thing is, Daniel doesn't need to sell me on that crap all day. He needs to continue to make great content, interview great guests, and give out value. So he's doing it mm -hmm. right. I like to think I'm doing it right. And when people do stuff like that, that's how you win. So instead of just individually going after everybody... <laughs> Make a line to your door of everybody that wants your stuff, right? I just had an insight, Brian. Do you I'm tell. I'm going to throw it out there. 
Okay. So, you know how we were saying that we don't know what should people write, right? Because if they write just, hey, how you doing, yeah, right? And if they write, hey, sign up for this, then it's also like, get lost. You They're bo both sides are garbage. Yes. Both suck. Both suck. So yes. I just came up with the perfect solution. I think I've got it. Are you ready for this? Go. Let's say, Brian, I found you, and I want to connect with you, and I want something out of you, right? Yes. Because let's face it, we all want something from the other person. Let's not pretend that we're just trying to be friends. Let's make friends. Nah, nah, nah. No. We're there to you do should, business. You should there. host a children's show. No. No. <laughs> uh, you know what? I will on one condition. If you shave your beard. I don't totally shave it down. I go to like maybe like a no, one no, or no. two. Clean. No. Like a baby's bottom. Like a baby's no. bottom. And then no. I'll have you on my show. No. I don't. Right, here we I don't come out who with that. Thinks, who thinks Brian should shave his face? No, okay, fine. Here we go. This is, what I, this is what I would do. I would research Brian. I would look at, and, and here's the thing again. I know, I know people try to do, what people try and do, and it falls flat, is they go, hey, Daniel, I love your show. Mm -hmm. Da, 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 da. Right? Now, here's the thing. Okay, very good. So you went, you figured out that I have a show and you're saying, hey, you know, I love your show. It's great, but it doesn't work because everybody's doing it. Right. Here's what you've got to do. You've got to dig deeper. First of all, is you've mm -hmm. got to find something that I'm really passionate about or something that I did specifically and comment on that. That's step one because then you're right. getting my attention because now it's something that stands out. But step two is mm -hmm. very important. Step two is genuinely, genuinely figure out a way that you can really help me mm -hmm. and then do it. Do it. So for example, I will be following Brian, I'll be looking at what he's doing, and I'll notice that Brian posted about how he's trying to get in Forbes magazine. Like that's his dream, that's his goal, that's what he's been trying to do. Mm -hmm. I will then send a message to Brian and I'll say, hey, Brian, by the way, I've been following your, your stuff. I love what you're doing with the infographics. Awesome stuff, especially that, that infographic, the one that you did with the weed, cannabis. Dude, that was insane, right? And by the way, I noticed that you're trying to get into Forbes. I actually have a couple of contacts of people who are contributors to Forbes. Um, happy to reach out for them. Mm -hmm. Boom. Because now you're not just... Hey, Brian, I love your, you know, infographs. Right. Just like everybody else. Yeah, and it's like appreciated. And my favorite's like, hey, I had an idea for an infograph. I hear that like all day long too. It's like, okay, yeah. do you want to hire yeah. me? No, I don't have time to just like make up everybody's ideas. I have 100 ideas a day too. And yeah, you're exactly right, Daniel. So some people call this cyber stalking which is, I mean, in a, a loving way. But, like, if you bother, like, if you really want to talk to this person, why don't you just follow them and engage with them before you go in for the kill? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, isn't that what you would do anyway? So let's say you see somebody that you want to marry. You're going to, like, just, like, attack her? Like, if you want to, like, be friends with somebody, I think we all, like, learned some of the, most of these lessons in kindergarten unless we were sleeping or absent that day. You know, yeah. what, what, what was your grade? I don't talk, not math and science and this and that, but what was your grade for getting along with others? If you suck at that, if you, know, if you 
think that you're going to shine on the world with your brilliance, you're just going to be a brilliant, arrogant ass that is in a corner writing equations in the mental institution that nobody wants to talk to. <laughs> being, being brilliant is not enough in today's world. The thing that separates the men from the boys or the women from the girls, so we're all happy, whatever, is to have, <laughs> ready? Here's the big secret. Hit love a yeah. hundred times. No, I don't care about that. Listen, the way to do it in today's hey. world is to have emotional intelligence and warmth and caring and compassion. If you are emotionally intelligent, you can reach through to whoever you want because I don't care who we're talking about. They're all people. They're all busy. But to Daniel's point and my point, everybody is approachable if you know how to be approachable yourself, which most people don't right. even bother to think about. They're too busy seeing what everybody in the world can do for them. Wow, this has been a long video. I hope people watch it to the end because yeah. some good stuff in this, Brian. I like this. You're turning, this is good. Are, this is quality. Are we turning this? This is awesome. Are we turning this into a podcast or what? Should we do that? Do you think we should turn this into a podcast? I don't know if we – can we do that? I don't – you're like the podcast guy. I don't know. Can't you just like pull out the audio? I, know. I don't know. All right. Well, we could try. I mean, if the audio is good enough, then, then why not? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. It, Let's do I that. Think, Let's try that. All right. So is there anything else, Brian, that you want to say before we go? I just appreciate that we did this. So Daniel and I were first going to just like have our own meeting, but as he rightly decided, why don't we just have yes, our meeting and share it? Yeah, do it. I want to bring that. I want to bring that up. I think that's that's actually. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Please do. So Brian and I, we actually scheduled a call. So we were actually just going to have a phone call because I was looking at Brian's amazing success on LinkedIn, and I thought, oh, I've got to pick this guy's brain. Um, and so I booked a call with him. This morning, about two hours before our call, I had an idea, and I thought, well, why, won't, why shouldn't I take advantage of this? Let's do a Facebook Live. So A, we're going to both be producing, because now I've got the video on my Facebook feed. Brian's got the video on his Facebook feed. More people are going to watch this um, instead of us having just a one-on-one -on -one chat. And so the real, I guess the key word here is leverage. And I think that the message that I want to sort of share here is try to think of ways you can leverage your day-to-day -day activities. You know, so if you're going for a walk and you're thinking out a problem that you have, take out a microphone, take out like a, a make a voice note out of it and publish it. Make it a, a, an audio. Um, sit down at a computer, type it out, make that a post. Make that your LinkedIn post. You know, the best posts I've ever done on Facebook were the ones where I was just really talking it out, like I was just throwing up my thoughts, right. you know, when you throw up your thoughts. Um, right. And so this is, this is a great example of just leveraging your day-to-day -day activities, and mm -hmm. that's it. It's not rocket it's, science. It, it's so true, man. I think everybody is given a certain amount of God-given flashes of brilliance that you can't even explain or justify or rational. And it hits you in the shower. It hits you at 2 o'clock in the morning. You wake up in a start and just write it down right away. Write it down, get out a pad and paper, put it on the notepad in your phone, whatever it is. I send myself emails all the time. People might think I'm like a crazy person. But, you know, a lot of times for these LinkedIn posts, I'll start engaging with the audience and they'll be like, blah, 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 that was really good. What do you think about this? I'm like, you know what? That's such a good question. That's tomorrow's post. And I've done that day after day now. Like, I don't even have to think sometimes about what to do next because it's just going to come out as a byproduct of conversation. 
And yeah, I love what you did with this because now we both have massively good content of over an hour of a live stream that we can chop up and do all sorts of good stuff. Everybody's connecting with us because we have like, you know, a lot of mutual friends and connections, but I'm sure you're getting pinged all over the place. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. I am too. And instead of us just selfishly having a conversation, since we both know how to like talk to people and have that emotional intelligence, we can show others how to do it while we also gain from whatever we were going to talk about. Like, do you feel like we didn't get to discuss everything else that we were going to say? Like we did it already, right? I think totally. we pretty much discussed all the things that I would have asked you, except now we just have an audience listening in. Like, that's it. Like, right. Gary V talks about documenting your, your, your life. Like, essentially, right. that's what he does. He sits in meetings, and then he documents his right. conversations. It's genius. Absolutely. It really is. It is. So true. Awesome, man. On that note, guys, um, have a good day. Is that Been it? No, I don't know. I can't end like no. I can't Say end like, like that. Okay, come on. Do like a cool British way. Come on, come on. What do you got? Um, what do I have? You know what I'm thinking of is I'm always, I always <laughs> like to end off with with some way to just there we go. Get people to to take action. I'm always into basically getting people to take action. So okay. here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I want everybody who's watched this uh, because you would have wasted an hour and fifteen minutes of your time if you don't do this. I want you to go and log into your LinkedIn, and I want you to first of all add both Jer um, Brian and I onto your LinkedIn, okay? And I want you to send us a message, but use what we basically shared in this video and see if we respond. Basically, if it's a good enough message, we'll respond, and if it's not, you clearly didn't do a good enough job. And then number three is I want you to do a post, and I want you to tag Brian and I in the post, and we will comment whether we think that this is what, you know, this is a post that we think will, uh, you're on the right track. And if it's not, we'll comment as well what we think you should add to it. So just a little bit of call to action. Those of you who are serious will go ahead and do these three things. Those of you who are not, you're a bum. Have a good day. <laughs> Man, this guy's good. Let me add to Daniel's urgency. Pretend this is your last day on earth. Just to oh, just God, be ridiculous. Yeah. I, I know. It's too much. All right. It's fine, fine. It's too much to think about. Everything's fine. Puppies and clouds and hearts on Facebook. But seriously, instead of wasting yeah. your life with your crappy tactics on outbound calling and bugging the crap out of everybody, do this today. Don't think about doing it. In the amount of time that you're going to think it away, just get in there and do it. The reason that people are successful is they go and ask. If you don't ask for it, you don't get it. If you can't set up your LinkedIn profile, don't do any of this, right? Set up your damn LinkedIn profile correctly. And then once you do that, start. It'll take you like an hour. Just find the time. People waste time all the time. Don't, win don't binge watch Netflix tonight, right? Don't lay around in bed. Just execute, right? Perfect is the enemy of the good. You've, many Brian, of you have Brian, heard that. Brian, yes. Brian, you're sounding way too much like Gary V, dude. Get your uh, own show. All right. Get your own show. Get your own show. Oh, wait. All right. <laughs> I do. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I think we're going to call it a wrap. Oh, oh one, more okay. one, okay, one more quick thing. One more quick thing. If we make this into a podcast show, they've got to know how to find it. So you guys have to subscribe to my podcast show. If you've got an iPhone, which... Most of you should, according to Brian. Um, marketers. Just, yep. 
go onto iTunes, type in Can I Pick Your Brain, you'll see my podcast show and hit the subscribe button and hopefully you'll see an episode with Brian and I with this content in it. So Can I Pick Your Brain, hit subscribe, I'll love you for it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Daniel. Been a pleasure. Take care, everybody. Listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.